The Manage Smarter Show is brought to you by SalesCred, the sales skill building solution that empowers sales teams worldwide to multiply sales opportunities by improving perception, accelerating trust building, and by earning repeat business. Get the best-selling book by C. Lee Smith, download the free mobile app, and now sign up for the SalesCred Masterclasses. Book your session now at salescred.com. Welcome to the Manage Smarter Podcast with hosts C. Lee Smith and Audrey Strong. We're glad you're here for discussions on new ways to manage smarter, hire, develop, and retain talent, improve results, and propel team performance to new heights. This is the Manage Smarter Podcast. One of the topics we wanted to do on the show is gamification. Gamification to make you a better leader, a better manager. And our guest today, I love this. One of his videos, Lee, he opens it and he says, we're not going to do kumbaya. We're not going to, there's no PowerPoint. And people are cheering like, yeah, no <laughs> kumbaya. That's, I'm, I'm thrilled not to have to do a trust fall today. It's like, I, oh, no, I trust always hated, I've always oh. hated gimmicks like that. And yeah. yeah, and the other thing to keep in mind is that, you know, these days our, our workforce is getting younger and younger. Mm-hmm. So it's like they grew up with games, you know, fr- yeah. fr- from birth. So it's like you know, talking about gamification is something that's really super important, whether you're a sales manager or a manager of any type, uh, you have to keep your, your your staff engaged and gamification is one way to do it. So welcome to Manage Smarter, everyone. I'm Audrey Strong. I'm vice president of communications here at Sales Fuel. And I'm Celie Smith. I'm the founder and CEO of Sales Fuel. So Steve Shunbaum is our guest today, and he does have some tangible, quick games you can play to you know, get your staff engaged and really finding some of their deficiencies and being excited about fixing them. He is the founder of a company called Game On Nation. It's a nationally recognized communication firm that employs game dynamics and improvisation to teach high-performance teamwork as well as communication, storytelling, public speaking, and presentation skills. The website gameonnation.com. Steve, welcome. Uh, your approach is fantastic. Well, I got to tell you, you got really good at what you do. I love this. You get oh, right to thanks. the point. So good. Not your first podcast. Well, thank you for honoring me and for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. So what are the, the main deficiencies you see when you're called by a client to come out and train? Like the most, because we're managed smarter, like what are the main category of buckets that your games help managers improve on? Yeah, one would be a listening which is something I'm continuing working on. And I know you talk and mm. work with leaders and leaders have lots of good ideas. Leaders have lots of confidence. Leaders have lots of vision. And sometimes we as leaders, and especially if we're a little older, when I mean that, like I'm in my fifties, I have lots of thoughts I want to share and then I don't listen as well. So one of the exercises we focus on is listening. And I feel like that's a gateway to authentic connection. Mm-hmm. And we're fixers. We like to fix things. It's so interesting you just said that, Lee. So I, I'd jump right in because I know we want to get to tangible solutions for our listeners. Uh, we have an exercise that I had to create for myself because most of these exercises are built because I was making the mistakes. We call mm-hmm. it Listen, Talk, Fix, LTF. And it goes back to gamification that, Lee, you teed up earlier, which is um, helping in- leaders when you're having a conversation that's high stakes with a staff member, a colleague to define the conversation before you jump in. So for instance, Audrey, you and I are, uh, strong personalities and we're both co CEOs of the company. And you come to my office and say, Steve, we got an issue. You can say to me, Steve, this is a listen. I just need you to listen. And I know exactly what the blueprint is. Or you could say, Hey, Steve, we have five minutes and we need to talk this through. Now I immediately know we've gone to T. Or you say, you know what? We've got a real issue. 
and we need to get our fix hat on. And when you can define the L, the T or the F in the conversation prior to diving in, you save yourself a lot of issues because most of us, I have found me, we default to the fix. And oftentimes, yeah. 90% of the time, all you needed to do was listen. So that's an yeah. LTF. That's an exercise. LTF, run with it. That's a good one. That's a good one. And then the one that I have to use most often is I have to state up front whether or not I'm brainstorming or I'm actually giving a directive. You know, because sometimes I'm most of the time I'm brainstorming and they think that the, the ideas that I'm discussing are, are things that I want them to do right away. And that's not the case at all. But I have to state that right up front. Otherwise, they're in the, in the mind frame of I'm telling them what to do. That's actually happened to me with him. I just have to be transparent. Definitely. Yeah. Lee do a brain dump. And then I, I hang up and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> when really, yeah, what he was just brainstorming. I'm like, what but I love that the two of you are leaders and you work together so you can use these as examples. Lee, what you just said is so on point for me personally. I process out loud. Not mm -hmm. everyone does. What I've learned, and you know, so many of the things that we're going to figure out are simple and it goes to gamification and I'll connect back that back. But I have learned through feedback and through difficulty and through mistakes to say to my team before I begin, I am processing out loud right now, bear with me. And then they know that we are just, or I'm saying I need to land this plane and I'm going to give everyone some clear direction and I'm prefacing it, which actually goes to some gamification techniques, which is uh, set the rules in advance. Anyone who jumps into a game and plays a video game or is understands gamification, one of the dynamics is what are the rules? What is the incentive? What am I trying to achieve? What side am I on? Like those are all very important dynamics in gamification. And we incorporate the same things that make, and I'm not judging. I want to be really clear. Same things that uh, get people to chase Pokemons that don't exist or get us to play Candy Crush for hours. I just aged myself or gets uh, folks to scroll on Facebook when dinner's ready. All of these dynamics are not shameful, but we got to figure out why we are so addicted to those and see if we can transfer some of those concepts into leadership. So how do you, the, the games that you play in your training, yeah. you say that you get more authentic engagement and you've got mystery, incentive, laughter, and empowerment as the four elements. What is it about games that people let their guard down? Um, yeah, I, I, that's a, I, first of all, I do thank you for honoring the acronym too. You know, I really appreciate mm -hmm. that you did understand a little bit about what we're doing. So we're not spending the whole time going, tell me about yourself. And then we're walking through a photo album that no one wants to watch. <laughs> <laughs> But, but, but the, the game playing like that UK player yeah. in your video on your website, everybody go to his website and watch these videos. They're very interesting. Mm, thank you. This UK player, the guy was like Aww. the maximum introvert type of guy. And you got him to stand up and come out of his shell. And it was amazing. Audrey, you're rad for doing this. So, yes, it was a situation with Coach Calipari's team at Kentucky. But I want to get to that answer because I want right. to really no, I know. help he understand. He became authentic. You, He yeah. started talking and it was his authentic self. Why did the games playing draw that out of him? Because he clearly did not want to even really no, talk to you. He was hesitant. I, I think one of the things you, I'm going to answer it by saying what not to do. Do not force it. When we say games, mm. even, I think people get triggered and they're thinking, oh, it's getting like Lee, you said, I don't want to 
turn and like give the person next to me a massage. Like, I don't know you. Like, don't do that. That makes me feel uncomfortable. And then you sell me a book on how to undo the uncomfortable. And I'm like, how about just don't make me feel uncomfortable? And then I don't have to buy that book. But it, it's not, it's not about so you can't force it, Audrey. Like, if I would have forced it with that young man, I would have been out. So part of it people need to understand is almost the term game needs to be redefined. It's not about tricking everything out. None of our I call them exercises. None, even though the company's game on, none of the exercises we share are forced. And the reason they're not forced is because we put them through the mile concept. So we have, is there a drop of mystery, not a bucket? Is there a drop of mystery in the exercise that will engage someone? Then is there incentive? We have to drop a little bit of what are they trying to achieve? And then the eye of mile is laughter. Is there a bit of positive, positive laughter? That's a key one. Is there a bit of non-shameful, non non offensive laughter is there appropriate laughter and then the e of mile is their empowerment and if you can do leaders listening if you can drop a touch of mystery incentive laughter and empowerment in your meetings in your podcasts in your zooms you are not going to be perfect but you will begin to create a bit of authenticity so you're not forcing the exercise and then honestly audrey to get to that answer um i feel when you do something that's slightly uncomfortable but it's safe People forget their insecurities because they're focusing on working through the dynamic. It's like doing a ropes course. You know, you kind of let all of your judgment out the window because you're just trying to get from one side of the beam to the other. That's our theory, but we don't do ropes course. We do it in a in a more controlled environment. Well, so many times that uh, we want to jump into, you know, what we want to teach, what we want to train on, and everything like that. And we forget the enrollment process that's absolutely necessary at the beginning uh, to make sure that they're prepared and eager and ready to learn, right? Yeah. Yeah. So enrollment, big deal. I love what you just said there. And Audrey, to your point too, and I'm, again, processing out loud, but trying to be clear, <laughs> the, the part you didn't see in that clip, Audrey, which I so appreciate you honoring, um, was there were rules of the game we established before uh, Archie, his name is Archie. I think Archie Goodwin before he came up. So that, that's the part you don't see. You don't get that level of buy-in and that comfort by just saying, Hey everyone, we're going to play an improv game. Like there's no rules. And so you wouldn't just dive into a video game and start playing without knowing where the on and off button is. So that I, I do that all the time. Well, <laughs> Lee, cause you like to video game out loud and process out loud. And <laughs> that's right. It. But establishing rules of the game for our exercises. And there's three of them. And they could be used universally for all leaders. Laugh with, not at. Have each other's back. Celebrate small wins. Those are our three driving rules. Have Laugh with, not at. Simple. Positive humor. You're going to lose some jokes if you laugh at, uh, laugh with, but you're going to gain some trust. Laugh with, not at. Um, celebrate small wins. We're not looking for an epic victory. We're not trying to like dominate this scene. And uh, also, we're going to have one another's back. You set those standards up. Then you do interactivity and you earn their trust, then hopefully that shift that you saw with Archie at UK, that shift will happen because most of their fear of going up and doing interactivity either is irrational or they've been speaker scarred. They've mm. been speaker scarred. Like we've had interactivity that has not gone well. I think we've all experienced a, some kind of engagement interactivity that uh, that didn't follow the rules of engagement. And then you're hesitant. It could have happened when you were 12 and then you're asked to do something interactive when you're a career careers developed and you're hesitant. What are the metrics on gamification? How much of a lift do you normally see uh, by That's employing the gamification techniques as opposed to not doing them? Well, it depends on like 
what the metric is. I think we try to score on um, audience surveys, obviously. Um, we try to score on retention um, in the company. That's part of ours. So I'd say that there's tremendous improvement uh, with regards to, uh, let's say, someone's seen a game on session and they are invited back to a training, but it's not mandatory. We score off of like, what is that attendance mark? And um, I'd say that you you could answer this two ways. If you add an element of M-I-L-E to your meeting, you will see an amazing amount of engagement. Here's what I'll flip it. The metric when you don't uh, honor those rules uh, you're going to see a real drop in attendance. But more than that, I think you'll see a real drop in people raising their hand and offering creative solutions. Because uh, when you're not following some honorable rules, I think people don't feel comfortable being engaged and offering creativity, collaboration, and uh, and and positive concepts for the company. So you said that I could do this not just in a company-wide training or a departmental training, but in like a simple meeting. Yeah. So like, how do I create mystery and incentive within my little team meeting? So good. I'll use this podcast right now for me. Like mm-hmm. mystery, I, um, I'm i not going to speak for the first 10 minutes of a say 25 minute um, podcast because I'm going to take everyone's steam away. I'm going to remove all the intrigue by like, so part of adding mystery is maybe saying in a meeting, hey, team, we're going to um, do something a little different in this meeting. And it literally could be the way you set up the chairs. Okay. I'm not kidding. It could be if you always do PowerPoint, that meeting, you don't do PowerPoint. It could be before I start the meeting, Audrey's going to share something uh, exciting that she experienced this weekend. And that's a, not a normal rhythm. That is what we're talking about in terms of a drop of mystery. And I think we overcomplicate all four dynamics. We think mystery is a scavenger hunt. That's save it. You're not in the business to scavenger hunt. So does that does that help? Like it's yeah, a drop yeah. of mystery. I'm going to give you a three because I'm all about trying to be practical and tangible. Mystery. How are you? Maybe you meet in a different space in the in the in the office. Mm-hmm. Maybe you let the um, intern in your company start off by just sharing a fun story about themselves. They're not going to ruin the company, but it empowers them. It's just a little bit of mystery incentive. You might want to say to your team in a meeting, "Hey, here's what we're trying to achieve in this meeting." You know, that's incentive. Mm-hmm. Laughter. That's the one that gets forced all the time. What I will say is, don't Google funny jokes and try to play that in your meeting. That's not going to work. Don't Laughter Google icebreakers. Could... Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you just triggered me, Audrey. <laughs> icebreakers. Well, the other thing too is like well, on that topic and not, you know, and we'll, we'll get back to finishing this out is like, you kind of have to know uh, your uh, way of being humorous. You know, so some people are good at telling a story. Some people are good at telling a joke. Me is just like, you know, I'm I'm a witty smart ass. So it's like, you know, I'm I'm the quick one liner or whatever. When someone makes a comment or whatever, I'll jump right in, and that's how I get people to laugh. But it's like, and I, when I try to do the other stuff, it's not natural to me. I suck at it. Yeah. So know know how you know how you what you're good at when it comes to humor. I think for the mile acronym Lee, the L, you couldn't have said that better. Um, mystery, you can do it, and it kind of. It's universal. The incentive is pretty clear. People's interpretation and definition of what laughter means and humor means is really specific to like, what is their style? Mm. Um, So I think you said that really well. Yeah. And then just to finish up the acronym, the empowerment, people think empowerment is like, it's not about like giving promotions away in a meeting. It could be empowerment. It could just be like someone else is going to start the meeting. You know, that's it. Yeah. Like, wow. Instead of you always starting the meeting. But I think, I think what it gets to 
is we're complicating the heck out of this. And if you look at video games, you look at some of the social media sites that keep us engaged, it's actually not as complicated as, as we think it is. It's simple. It's just a nice color, a nice sound, a certain font, a little bit of intrigue, or you're next, a level up. And then all of a sudden, that's all you need. And next thing you know, you've gone from watching one documentary on Netflix to you're watching the entire series and you're binge watching. All you wanted was one 30 minute episode. And then three hours later, you've watched the entire season. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, the mystery thing though, still requires communication. And and here's, here's a story about that. I had a boss uh, whose idea of creating mystery was to drop a note on your desk that said, see me. No, that's called shock and awe. Doesn't work. That that's called stress, man. Yeah. Right there. I mean, You're I so mean. funny. Yeah, but that is I'm, I and I know you wanted to jump in, but that is the example, well intended, of what not to do. Like that actually really bothers me, and I I, I get very passionate because I've seen game dynamics work. Traumatizing. Uh, it, well, it's fear based. Yeah. It's fear based, and yes. you know what, leaders, <clears throat> you can lead people fear based, but it's dirty fuel, and eventually it wipes people mm-hmm. out. And it'll work for a while because everyone gets shocked. But see me, I mean, unless the person that boss was just being funny and you knew his or her. No, he did it all the time. Yeah. So, <laughs> but 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 that idea is really powerful, and I want you to run with that uh, uh, as you lead others. Lee, the idea is that doesn't really motivate in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. So mystery is not see me or we have to talk. Mystery is simply, hey, I'm excited to see you all on Friday, and we're gonna have do something a little fun, and then everyone is just intrigued. We yeah. need to talk is a big stressor right there. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even reporting yeah, that, this. That's mystery I don't need right there. Yeah, or come to my <laughs> office. But oh, come to goodness. my office. It's 11 a.m. Come to my office at 1 o'clock. Or, or, or at 4.59. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, um, so people really, these are great steps, Steve, that like if Thanks. I want it, I simple little things that I could, if I just put a little thought into my monthly yes. whatever, yeah. I can be the meeting that all my fellow managers look forward to coming to. Yes, Audrey. And I'm so excited because you all have a platform and you're smart people. And I like you. I don't know you really well, but like mm-hmm. listening to you and the thoughtful questions you ask and the podcasts that I've listened to and how you get right to the point, uh, your Zoom meetings can be mild. And by the way, can I say imperfectly, like I'm I'm, right. I'm not a stop with this, like you got to be an epic leader and everyone needs to be humbled and blessed and all leaders have tons of people that follow them, save it. Leadership is very messy, very difficult. We're mm-hmm. human. You can mile your speeches. You can look at a speech that you're giving. You say, okay, is there a little mystery? Is there a little bit of incentive I'm giving to the audience? Am I going to bring in some joy and laughter? And am I empowering others and, and putting them in a place of, of feeling favored and significant. There's your mile. You can miles, you know, early in the pandemic, Audrey, and we all were guilty. We were overdoing it. We were doing these like happy hours, save it. We were doing like everyone say 10 minutes of the funniest thing that's ever happened to you. And then by the end of the meeting, you're done. It's way less complicated than that. It could be, I, I everyone get on the Zoom and, and, and we're gonna have one person just share I call a coin. A coin is something that they value that puts a smile on their face that has nothing to do with what they do for a living. And it it's not their deep, dark secrets. It's not their feelings journal. It's a coin. And maybe you say to your team, hey, we're going to have a special guest on our meeting tomorrow that's going to share a coin. You don't know who the guest is. Mystery. Mm. Incentive is maybe it's me. Incentive. Laughter is going to come from the person sharing their coin. It could be that they love you know, history. Laughter is not about being funny. 
Laughter is about joy. And if you want to know the truth, I would have called the acronym MIGE, Mystery Incentive Joy Empowerment, but no marketing person would ever allow me to call it MIGE <laughs> because MIGE doesn't really have the same- Migely. Midge. Anyway. It could be midge, you know, like, like like there's little bugs that annoy the heck out of you. That wouldn't work either. Yes. There you go. We got about a minute left, Steve. Um, so it is gameonnation.com and you've got several different programs. You skin the cat many different ways. What else do you want to share with our audience? You're so awesome. Well, we just have three programs in the teamwork section and three programs in our communication section. That's where we've narrowed. And we're not trying to be everything to everybody anymore. It's easy to say, oh, we can do it all. So we have three core signature programs that we teach that focus on teamwork, three core programs that we teach focus on communication. And our audiences are really three sectors. We do college and pro sports teams. That's one area. We work with corporations. That's a second area. And we work with um, military and government, which is a third area. And those are our three kind of spheres that we uh, lean into and offer these programs. And our big sell, which is not a big sell, is we want people to just sub sub subscribe to our community, which is uh, on our website, gameonnation.com backslash subscribe. We offer a newsletter every week. We have content that we're going to be rolling out. We want to just build our community uh, so we can um, continue to inspire and share practical, tangible techniques so people can authentically connect. I love it. Well, I'd like to just say, Steve, this has been great information. And now we're going mm -hmm. to close the show by holding hands and singing Kumbaya. <laughs> Kumbaya. <laughs> well played. Good, 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 good. Let's do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> Thanks a lot. This has been great. Thanks, Appreciate Audrey. It. Thank you, Lee. You both are awesome. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on iTunes, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at salesfuel.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.